If you're like us, you understand that real estate can be a huge asset for yourself. But do you ever wonder why real estate companies haven't changed in over decades? And why real estate companies haven't let agents be partners with them, but instead there's always somebody at the top making all the money? Or why some real estate companies thought that they were helping by offering flat fees or lowering splits, but while doing this, taking away all the value, leaving you on an island by yourself? These are some of the questions you should be thinking about. This podcast will show you how real estate agents like us have now created a model that would change the way real estate is done and how we different from the old set in their way real estate companies. We want to give you more time, freedom, and the life you truly deserve. So here are some new ideas and ways to have a great business while still having a life that you deserve. I'm Luke Beard, and this is my partner, Chad Dinky of The Great Way. Chad, how are you? Fired up, dude. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Hey, I kind of wanted to go through this ripple effect we've we've talked to about a couple times and um, go over some stats with some people that uh, I still think this foreclosure market's coming. Um, it might not be like as bad as we'd had in the 80s or maybe the 2008s, but I think it's coming. It's going to be a little different this time. Um, the amount of loans with payments 90 to 120 days late have quadrupled between May and June, rising 2.3% more. Uh, it's, it's the highest level ever in the last 21 years on, on uh, loans that are behind, which is huge. And I think the reason is the COVID and, uh, you know, people out of work for months on months, and it's going to take a lot of these people the time to catch up, you know. So the CARES Act, I don't know if you... Uh, everybody knew that past Athena May gave homeowners with the government back loan the right uh, for up to 12 months of forbearance. And well, well right now, currently there's 3.6 million Americans that are in some sort of forbearance right now. About 10 million Americans lost their homes uh, for, in 2006 to 2014 which is horrible uh, for, for families and you know, these poor kids that, that don't understand why they're losing the home. But the reason why I say that about 10 million Americans lost their homes between 2006 and 2014, let me repeat that number again. There's 3.6 million Americans that have some sort of forbearance right now that could potentially lose their house if they don't get out of the forbearance or, or they work some sort of payment program out with these banks. So, I mean, that's a third of what we lost in, in uh, you know eight years, and 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 we've got that right now in the pipe. So um, it's funny because you know I was go uh, a lot of things in the market. Remember, it was the toilet paper uh, that nobody could get, or the Clorox bleach wipes that nobody could get. Well, you know, I talked to this lady that owns a produce store, and she's having trouble getting. She actually sells to the big distributors, right? She sells to the big box stores. Well, she's having trouble getting produce because a lot of the farmers didn't do it and, and they don't have the people to, uh, to, to, you know, crop the, the produce, right? So what you're seeing is a huge ripple effect that people are starting to see. Uh, even if you go into grocery stores now, you're not seeing a lot of the groceries and a lot of the items that you had. I went to Sam's Club the other day and uh, there was huge sections that they just had barricaded off because there's no food on the shelves and stuff. So I, I, I think that, the ripple effect is coming. We talked about this months ago for people that believed us great. And if you didn't, I think you should because it's coming. You know, I, I went and uh, did some shooting the other day. You can't even find ammo 
there's no ammo out there to buy, at least for like nine millimeters, you can still buy shotgun shells and things like that. Yeah. But I talked to one of the distributors that did the nine, that, that sells these, these ammos uh, for the nine millimeters. And he said, hey, even if the election wasn't going on right now and we didn't have COVID and, we, and it all went away today, it would take us till the end of 2021 to get caught up. Well, the COVID's still going on. The election's still going on. So that means we could be into 2022 before things even get back to somewhat normal as far as getting products and things like that, right? So that's, that's a little bit scary to think about that. Um, we have to start, you know, preparing for what's coming. And, and, and when we're talking about the ripple effect, it's going to not only affect the real estate market, it's going to affect us in every single market. So we have to learn to be prepared. And that kind of goes back into our business. Are you prepared for what's about to happen in your business? And I, I kind of want to bring that back into real estate now because a lot of us aren't prepared. We're just sitting around waiting for the next thing to happen and hoping it's going to be beneficial to you. And if it's not, what do you do? Are you prepared to get through it? And a lot of people weren't prepared to have shortage in toilet paper. A lot of people weren't prepared to, to have shortage in ammo or cleaning supplies. Now you see toilet paper and all that back on the shelf because it's caught up to us, right? But if the housing market does the same thing or your business is doing the same thing, are you prepared to go through these difficult times if you're not ready, right? The more some of the people were ready and they kind of stocked up and they, they, you know, they didn't waste things. They, they improvise and things like that. Are you running your business like that? And I think it's important that we talk a little bit about that, Chad, as these things start coming our way is do people really understand how to get through these next markets and are, are they ready for this ripple effect? And, and cause I really think the mar the REO market will be strong in the coming months, maybe the end of, maybe the end of this year, but it'll probably be more second, maybe second, third quarter of next year. I think short sales are, are, are coming back fast and furious. You're not seeing them a lot right now in your markets probably, but they're coming. And I wanna make sure that everybody's prepared and they're starting to vision and come up with their plan on how do they prepare for that next stage in their business. What are some of the things that maybe you can address that, that would help people kind of get prepared for some of those things? Well, I, you know, I, um, just to go back a little bit on, you know, why the wave's coming and what it's coming from, right? Um, let's just go back to the first crash and, and why what's coming is what's coming. Because for the first time in history, homeowners walked away, right? Never before um, had foreclosures happened like that. The, 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 the people that finally were like, you know what, screw it, you can have it back. And that's never happened before. And the problem with that is, is it set a precedent. It's kind of like bankruptcy um, or, um, you know, a, a, a policy that continually, because you make so much money, well, first time we'll find you. And then it's like the NFL, right? And they've gotten stricter over the years, but how many people have, have violated, 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 and been let back in, been let back in, been let back in. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's the, what happened here. Homeowners walked away, they violated, they lost their home. And because there's too much money in the game, 
and because it's so viable to the industry that we have to let these people back in the game. So these people were, were basically able to run debt up, claim bankruptcy, walk away from foreclosures, and tell the banks to take the loss. We as the American taxpayer, which is just the reverse psychology of it, we pay for it all. And then it was like, wow, we showed them, and they foot the bill, right? Well, guess what? That set a precedent that, hey, you know what? We could do it again. And it's so it's like, like you said, it's like, it's been done once we walked away once. And now, so like all these forbearances, it's like, well, Chad, they just, they just, uh, they just gave you 12 months and like, um, you know, especially if the market shifts, right? <laughs> if the market shifts, oh, it's all over. Yeah. Because right? what happens is the market shifts. They're already in forbearance. So they're already yep. behind. Yeah. Now their home that was worth three hundred thousand. Yeah. Worth two fifty. Do you think they're going to pay mm. back? Absolutely not. And that's what I yep. don't think a lot of people understand. And that, I'm glad you brought that up, Chad. That was that was excellent uh, analogy. Of that is exactly they're in this forbearance period, mm -hmm. and then yep. they're not going to make that. Up. If the market stays strong, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna happen over the next twelve months. But yep. if it doesn't, and I don't believe it will. Um, we're in some trouble. Right. And that's exactly what's going to happen is these people are going to go a, and even if the forbearance happened, like, so the government's going to try to kick the can down the road, right. And delay this stuff. Mm -hmm. Even if they get past the 12 months, say the market shifts after that, exactly. they're still going to go I'm 12 months in the rear. You guys tacked it on the rear end. Right. And Oh, it's your fault that I signed a contract. It's your fault. You let me money. It's your fault. I'll just walk away and guess what? Uncle Sam in two or four years, depending on Uncle Sam will lend me money again. So you guys get to eat crow and we'll walk on, right? And that's exactly what's going to happen because now they know that regardless of one foreclosure, two foreclosures, three foreclosures, guess what? The slap on the hand isn't all that great and it's far easier to let somebody eat the debt and take crow and you walk scot-free and in two years repair your credit which doesn't take much because everybody on that side is trying to get you 20 or 40 percent uh, credit cards let you rebuild and they're all trying to freaking win right and you build your credit up and then the government goes ah that's all right you burned us but because we need your money we're gonna let you get another home right. and that's exactly what's gonna happen and we've created this cycle of this new cycle that's coming with the government and i always said like before and i think we talked about this in the past it's like a bad bad drug addiction right and you get clean but then you're like want it again and it's like it's this vicious cycle and that's the government with the housing market and so people are going to walk and so yeah you're going to see it because the only way it sustains is if the, the prices do and that's just not the how uh the cycle of real estate works you know it's not doom and gloom things go up they go down they go up they go down and when they go down the people are going to walk and it's going to flood the market with these houses yeah and the worst part about it is a lot of these industries are still shut down because of the covid yeah absolutely so you're going to get a lot of people that walk away and we're going to do this again you're also going to get a lot of people that had these great jobs or or have been in these restaurant industries or these entertainment industries for a long time. And now they, they, they don't have a job. And I think you're going to see a lot of 
commercial and higher end that might even get really hit hard uh mm -hmm. this time too because the commercial there's a lot of vacant office spaces the entertainment world a lot of restaurants are shutting down um a lot of yeah. these you know movie theaters are starting to open up a little bit but a lot of that type of industry is just shutting down right now and a lot of people that maybe aren't qualified to do a lot of the other things or, or, or have never done other things. Well, the market, the, the, the job market continues to tighten up. And then what do they do? They don't have a place to work. Well, right. you, know, you can only run so long on unemployment and things like that. And yeah. half, half the time, you know, once they take the, the homes act away where or the cares package act where they, they're not given the extra unemployment money too, that people are now relying and depending on, when that goes away, and it will after the election, either way, I think no matter who gets in, I think it's going to go away, right? We're just kind of riding the wave till then. I think that happens, that goes away, and uh, we could have a, a, a major shortfall of jobs and everything else. Now, they might keep that going because if they don't, the market's going to get hit mm -hmm. a lot worse, but they have to stop that at some point. They can't just keep giving money out either, right? We've got to... Right, yeah. Sometimes when you're building something, it's better to let it fall and then rebuild it if it wasn't built right, right? And I think we're in a, that type of market where we're going. We just can't keep throwing rocks and trying to build the tower that's not gonna, that's not gonna stay up. We know it's not gonna stay up. Right. We just keep adding rocks and throwing money at it to, to let it stand up for a longer period of time. Well, that's eventually gonna crumble. So when, it, when, do, the, when do they decide, okay, let's, it's time let the thing fall apart. We're not putting right. any more money in it and let's rebuild this in the you know, like they did back in 2008, they shut, they just let it fall apart. And now they're, they've rebuilt it into a great economy and a great housing market. But we're in that same dilemma where how long do you string and string this long and kick the can down the river? Well, right. The longer we do it, the more trouble I think we're in because as the stats, I just gave you 3.6 million Americans are in some sort of default or forbearance right now, which is a huge number. And um, so realtors, let me ask you this, what are you doing to prepare for the next, the next downturn or the next shift in the market? You, you, you can't just do what you've been doing and hope that you get through this because things change and things shift. And I think it's really important that you understand that it's time to shift and understand different parts of the real estate business that maybe you've never even thought about doing or, or have or, or even understand how to do it but it's time to make that shift and really start uh, uh learning other things and me and chad are going to have a a great series on on teaching agents how to shift their business and, and where to shift your business to so that way you can you, you can be successful and i think I think Chad, we should leave it, leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And if they're interested in something like that, then they go to learn the great way, uh, com and sign up there. And then we can give them that information and you can request some of that information. So when we roll this new series of classes out, we can, we can get them on the list right away. But I think that's going to be important. You guys is really think about how you're going to shift. Me and Chad are here to help you guys through that shift. I've been through the shift. I've been doing this 20, over 20 years. I've been through the last shift. I understand what we had to do to make things happen the last shift. And, and, and uh, you know, there's more technology and things we can do now to even make it better. So, um, Chad, you got anything last to say before we, 
before we let these guys go. But I think, yeah, I think it's just you. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. Yeah, just be ready. Stay in contact with your clients because I mean they're gonna, you know, when they don't know where to go, they're gonna they're gonna need to know to where to reach out, right? And be ready to be that resource. And so uh, just continually stay in front of them because they're the ones that are going to get hit and they're going to be like, not know what to do. And they're going to be looking for you for advice and you, you got to have a game plan for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, Chad. I think that was really refreshing to kind of hear some, uh, some different insight on what we're hearing in the market. And I hope uh, everybody else takes our advice and really starts figuring out what they're going to do and how they're going to shift in their business. Um, have a great day.